Hi, John Garfield. Hey, I want to talk to you about uh, enduring the hero's journey. Now, that term hero's journey comes from uh, some stuff written about 30 years ago by Joseph Campbell. And uh, it's sort of the remarkable story of the same process the believers go through of uh, death and resurrection. So we don't really have a theology to go through death and resurrection. resurrection. So the lie that we've all been exposed to is that if you follow God and his leadership principles, nothing will ever go wrong and uh, you'll be a success. So a lot of leadership types minister out of this sort of a lie that um, if you follow me, do all these things the way I do, you'll be successful. Nothing will ever go wrong. And uh, it's not totally true <laughs> that uh, going through valleys and deaths and resurrections is a normal part of where God leads us. And uh, so I want to give us a, you know, a practical theology for that. So I was just praying for a brother last night. He's from a nation where nobody, uh, culturally, they don't share with other people when things go wrong. <laughs> and uh, it was remarkable because he was really in depression and the Lord, you know, we went to the courts of heaven and the Lord just gave him this picture. It was reality of when he went to bed that night, the Holy Spirit was going to lay on him like Elijah laid on the little boy and breathe on him during the night and uh, pull him back into his purpose and, and, and resurrect him and uh, restore uh, his, uh, you know, depression, health, etc. So, one, we don't have a theology uh, for, you know, going through things like that. And uh, we don't always have the emotional strength to survive the shame that goes with it. And uh, G the Hebrews 2 says, Jesus endured the cross for the joy set before him and despised the shame. So, shame is one of the normal uh, earmarks of going through a trial and uh, so I want to suggest that there there is hope in that those trials have purpose so listen to Hebrews 12 uh, starting in verse 5 my son do not make light of the Lord's discipline do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes everyone he uh, accepts as a son now punish uh, I would think of that in terms of reproof. In fact, the King James says he, he scourges <laughs> every son that he accepts as a son. Um, but um, it's really, um, so I don't want to make it too strong, like heaven is not about, you know, punishing you or whipping you. That's not the reality of it. But at the same time, um, there's, you know, none of this seems pleasant when we're going through it. <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> so, Verse 7, endure hardship, that, that is patience and tribulation, as discipline. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as a son, for what son is not disciplined by his father? If you are not disciplined, then it goes into this parenthetic statement, and every, everyone undergoes discipline. So every one of us go through these trials. And what I'm suggesting is I, I realize that uh, we're going to start another Heart Plan course on September 4th at uh, onlineheartplan.com. I realize that we need a dynamic where we understand when people are going through the uh, sort of the hero's journey and recognize when they're going through a difficulty. That's just as important as knowing what's in their book. 
and, and where they're going. But those two go together. So the goal is um, to help people understand their purpose and allow that to pull them through difficulties, but also to understand when they are going through difficulties because nobody's too gung-ho about their calling or the election or their purpose when they're going through uh, a trial and resurrecting from death. Um, so moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and, and uh, we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the Father of our spirit and live? Our fathers disciplined us for a little while that they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time. You got that? <laughs> but painful. Later on, however, it produces the harvest of righteousness. Now, I want to just point out that this har the, the trials we go through produce a harvest of righteousness. So we think of righteousness as, okay, I'm, I'm washed in the blood and I'm free from sin. It's not quite what it means. It means equity in character or act. So the what, trials produce this peaceable fruit of righteousness. In other words, your purpose gets clarified in trials. You get on the same page with God. And that's uh, the purpose of trials. So the, this hero's journey is we always go through the, the first warfare and come close to a death and need a resurrection. And, and that's a personal experience. But then there's a, a, a second level of warfare where we realize the warfare is not about us. See, the definition of a hero is someone who rescues someone else. So the, the trials we go through help sharpen our purpose, but the end effect is that, that those trials are not really about us. The Lord is taking us through some difficulty that causes us to be shamed and introspective and all that stuff. But when we understand the purpose behind it, he, he's clarifying our calling and helping, he's deepening us, he's positioning us to be the hero for other people. So, therefore, strengthen feeble, let me read the last part of this, uh, and peace for those who have been trained by it, this uh, produce a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen feeble arms and weak knees, make level paths for your feet, so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. So, I just want to encourage you this morning that uh, Jesus, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Don't allow shame. And the, the specific strategy that you can take into those seasons is going to the council. and and allowing the Lord to show you uh, what's in your book and what the purpose is for the, you know, the affliction or the trial or the difficulty or the season that you're going through. So let me give you an example. Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration had that uh, little episode with Elijah and Moses. And uh, it was a picture of the council. The disciples got to watch it. Peter offered to build a little temples or whatever. So. Um, Jesus got a little exhortation from Moses and Elijah. So remember the story of Moses? He smote the rock and he was supposed to speak to the rock and give Israel water. He hit it with his rod three times. <laughs> and God told him, you're not going into the new land over this. So he, um, he went to heaven. He's a hero in heaven. 
he showed up on the Mount of Transfiguration just to prove it, <laughs> but he made a mistake. So did Elijah. Elijah hid in his cave a couple times, and the Lord said, come on, let's get going. And Elijah said, no, I'm, I'm done. And the Lord just said, okay, and replaced him and took him home. And uh, so those are two people that uh, have a, had a story for Jesus for how he could endure the cross for the joy set before him. They were reminding him of how it would be worth it to go through this and not make the mistakes that they did. And I want to suggest for you and me, the Lord is speaking to us. This whole passage that I read, Hebrews 12, 5 to 13, I've been emphasizing sons for the last year, two years. <laughs> I didn't realize sons show up five times in those few verses. <laughs> so if you're going to be a son and ascend to heaven, be the son that all creation has been waiting for, guess what? You're going to go through valleys. You're going to go through difficulties. And it's part of how God reveals his glory in, in you and also uh, in this heroic uh, effect that you have on other people. That's the nature of uh, what trials are all about. So I want to encourage you, if you're going through a difficulty, um, despise the shame of it. See the glory that's being revealed in it. And go to the council and get the strategy <clears throat> for what the Father wants to do. Because you are a hero and God has designed this whole uh, discipline process for your good. And it will produce something that will bless others. It will deepen you and uh, somehow God will resurrect it and show his favor on your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm just releasing uh, the endurance and, and Father, the ability to, uh, to survive afflictions and trials and difficulties and rejection by other people. Father, all those things that happen to us that we have no explanation for. Father, you don't cause them, but Father, you... Um, you, you just lead us through the wilderness. And our purpose, Father, pulls us through disease and difficulties and trials and afflictions. Uh, Father, so we just ask that uh, you would show each of your sons purpose and destiny and calling and election and chosenness and favor in the mighty name of Jesus that we don't have to be perfect. In fact... <laughs> you guarantee it. <laughs> so, Father, I just release your sons into their destiny. Go get them in Jesus' mighty name. Let me add a P.S. to this. Our nation is going through shame right now. And I want to suggest that God is birthing something through these temporary trials that in a few months, glory is going to be revealed over the United States and uh, we're going to come through this trial with flying colors. So, Father, I just lift up President Trump. I lift up this nation. And, Father, even though we're going through a, a difficult season, yet great breakthrough uh, is happening at the same time. Your kingdom is being established. The book of a nation is being opened. And, Father, we just welcome that in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.